This is Welcome to Middle School. I'm your host, Jordan Maddox. Got another fun episode for you today. Uh, I've got Nick and Maria, two of my favorite guests, and we're talking about stress, at least on the surface. But really, uh, what makes these podcasts fun is is these podcasts are kind of like the mind of a middle schooler. They wind, they turn, they explore new areas, they get creative. And Nick and Maria just took this podcast where they wanted to go. We talk about a lot of different things, and I know it's going to be fun and you're going to enjoy it. So here it is. Welcome to Welcome to Middle School. I've got my two favorite co-hosts with me, Maria and Nick, and today we're talking about middle school stress. I use the scary voice for that because stress is scary. Am I right? Yes. Uh, sure. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's pretty scary actually, and we're gonna hear uh, from Maria first because Maria wanted to. She's clapping her hands in excitement. She wanted to. Um, to bring this topic up uh, because she, you know, has some things to share related yes, to middle school stress. Yes, so yes, yes. Uh, we're, Nick and I are going to give her the floor for the first couple of minutes, and she's just going to kind of set the stage for us for what we're going to talk about related to middle school stress. So, Maria. There you go. The Thank floor is you. yours. Okay. I want to talk about middle school stress because it's like parents don't see it as, like, really important. Because, because it's like, oh, they're kids. They don't have anything stressful to think about, yeah. right? So I want to talk about this just to let you guys know that, yes, middle schoolers have a lot of stress. Because it isn't like we are very stressful because it's middle school and our parents think that we're old enough and that we're, we should be more responsible. And they have really high expectations for us now. So, like, we're stressful because we don't want to let our parents down. We're also very stressful because, of course, everybody has home problems. Mm -hmm. And then, like, in, in, like, school on top of that and wanting to prove yourself right. Or that you just, like, or, like, or just, like, homework and just, like, wanting to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Or you have a test or you failed that test. Like, it's very stressful. It is. Okay. So... Is most of the stress coming from home, or is there school? School, okay. And is the stress at school related to other students, or just your own internal stress? Yeah, if own I can, um, my stress is mostly at home and at school because my dad. I have passing grades. My dad's like, if you don't pass, I'm holding you back, and it's just a lot. That can be stressful. That's yeah. very yeah, stressful. Totally. So. Uh, can you give me some examples of like stressful situations and how okay. someone maybe wasn't as helpful as they should have been? Um, so this is what happened one time that my mom told me, if I find out you have a C, you're going to get in so much trouble, right? Mm -hmm. And then like there was a test and I got an F on my test. Oh. And like I was so scared that I wanted to bawl my eyes out when I got that test back. Wow. And it's very stressful because the teacher that you have the teacher told us we had to, uh, our parents have to sign it. So okay. my mom, of course, was going to find out. But isn't that stress just kind of like a good thing? Like you just have to learn to just deal with it? Yeah, yeah. but sometimes like it's like so stressful that you just don't want to deal with it anymore. I see. Nick, do you experience similar stress to this, or do you have different kinds of stress? My stress is like I go home, I instantly get tackled with, uh, make sure you do this and do this and do that and do this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would go up and you would, I'd walk through my door, put my bag down, 
sit down and my dad be like Nick come here I'd be like yeah what's up and then he would tell me to do all these things and then forget one little detail and I get yelled at so like there's that and I, we have I like see. and like at home we have chores to do and then sometimes you forget yeah. about homework and like so you guys are kind off. of stressed out by the new responsibilities that you've yeah. acquired in middle yeah. school yes okay so there's that stressor what um, are can school be stressful for middle schoolers because of their peers? Um, Do you know what I mean by that? Like a little like, bit. Like yeah. they're stressed out. Like their peers make them stressed out, or is it just mainly parents? Parents. Parents. You agree, Nick? Yeah. Parents. So you have no other worries in your life other than parents. Uh, school. <laughs> okay, so parents well, in school. Well, that and me, I'm an eighth grader. Okay. Next year, um, after that, I'm done. Now, I'm, what am I going to do in my life? Okay. High school. Well, high after school. high school, what, what do you do? College. College or get a job? I don't do college. Okay, well, then maybe get a job. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, um, so stress, let's, let's kind of backpedal a little bit here. So stress is something that can be good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. There's good kind of stress that can motivate you to do well in something, and there's bad kind of stress that is just like stress for no purpose. Yes. Um, would you say your stress, Maria, is more for a purpose or no purpose? I think it's for purpose. For a purpose. Because I am the youngest of two... I'm like the only girl, and I'm the youngest. I have two older brothers. Okay. And... Especially um, my culture is I'm Mexican. Um, the girl, if you're the only girl and you're the youngest, and your mom gives you more responsibility, more responsibility, more responsibility. Mm-hmm. In school, my if I have a beat, I my mom tells me you can do better and you know you can do better, but I don't know why you're not even trying. When I tell her I am trying my hardest, mm-hmm. yeah. and sometimes it's very stressful. But sometimes the stress does help me because I because it makes me want to study more. It makes me want to like you know work more, but at the same time that stress saying oh I have to get better at this so I'm not gonna go out as much. Okay, this is a good segue to a topic that I want to talk about. So, um, sometimes teachers will get angry with you mm-hmm. if you're not on task or your grades. You know you'll have those conversations where the teacher will say you know Nick. You have five missing assignments. You're sitting about D minus right now in this class. Like, you just need to get your act together. And we feel like and then, okay. we feel okay. like that kind of negative talk will cause you, Nick, to want to go. You know what? I really want to change my behavior. And then there's other people. There's other people, other teachers that think that, you know, uh, we just need to have some positive talk. You know, Nick, you're such a good kid, Nick. You know, you're so kind, and I see how you're kind with uh, the people around you. And, you know, you, can you just do an assignment for me? Just like one little assignment. If you, if like, you okay, so do you guys see the two stereotypes I'm creating? Yeah. Okay, so one, the negative one, generally adds more stress, but then the positive one, you know, maybe maybe glances over the problem without really addressing it. Yeah. What do you guys? How? Which one of those would be is kind of you see as more useful for motivating you guys? Negative. 
The negative? Yeah, because if, like, if it's the positive one, like, saying, oh, like, I see how, like, good you are and how, like, you know, this, this. It's going to be like, oh, I'm doing great. I don't need to do these assignments. Or, like, oh, I'm doing great. I don't need to improve myself in anything. Have you experienced both kinds of those teachers, Maria? Uh, or more just the negative kind? Negative. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, they would have, say they're just being honest. Yeah. But yes. I rather, I rather, I rather be honest than sugarcoat it. That's okay. a, that's how a person. That's the kind of person I am. But do you think that would cause a middle schooler to want to go? I don't want to do anything now. If you're going to be mean to me, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit here. Depending who you are. That's what I do. Okay. So Nick, when you get that negative stimuli I'd be coming like, at you. Okay. This is me. So a teacher tells me, "Do your work or this." I'm gonna be like. I'm going to sit here and watch you do that then. Because wow. you're going to yell at me. And then I, what do you think? I'm a middle schooler. I'm about ready to go to high school. I'm not going right. to listen to you. I mean, come on. Right. So you, you kind of ball up or retreat when a, a teacher comes at you like that. Is that the kind of what you experience? Not retreat. More like stand my ground. Stand your ground. Okay. So, what's the most helpful way a teacher ever has hard conversations with you guys? Uh, well, when they really get, like, in-depth, like, not like that, but, like, into my life, I kind of take that personal. Because, okay. like, why am I telling you this? You're a teacher. You're going to use this against me. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is a different space. Yeah, I know. Okay. But what I'm saying is what, um, what I'm trying to get at is what, what ways have teachers motivated you? to do more without stressing you out too much. My sixth grade teacher, I was doing okay. I had B's, and she knew I could do better. Um, so what happened was she talked to me, and I forgot what she said, but I don't know why or what happened, but it changed something. I don't know what, but it did. <laughs> it worked? Whatever she did, it worked? What about you, Maria? Has there been teachers that can get kind of get through to you in ways without causing you too much stress? Besides your mom? Um, well, her mom caused her stress. She just said that. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. teachers that have able to get you to do things without increasing your stress level? I don't know. I never had that talk because I'm because like I'm because like I'm like so terrified to get a better grade that I just want to do better and just want to do better. So like I never I never have that kind of talk. But I do uh, have like. But there is when I got my F, my math teacher told me I thought you studied. I thought you studied, right? Mm -hmm. Telling me this like making me like oh like am, is am I not doing good enough? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yes, I can understand people say like oh the negative talks, the negative talks like don't work or like you need more positive. But I think every teacher should have a balance of both. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, mean, I think that's what I think that's what we all shoot for. So on that note. We're just going to take a brief commercial break. We're back. So uh, we uh, talked about stress for a little while, but we're going to talk about something that helps you de-stress, which is music. Music. So I like to get a, the pulse of my middle schoolers, what music they're listening to. Um, and we'll start with Maria. Maria, what's on your playlist these days? <laughs> Nick, what's on your playlist these no, days? No, I asked Maria. Maria, what's on your playlist? Go ahead. Come on, Maria. What are you listening to? <laughs> she said while we broke that she was listening to a lot of K-pop. No. That's okay. What's, what, are you embarrassed of your K-pop habits? No, it's just funny because a lot of people don't talk about okay. it. Explain what K-pop is. K-pop is, is Korean idols. Korean pop music. Korean pop music. Okay, and what are what are, if you're starting out, let's say Maria that whoever's listening 
hasn't really listened to much K-pop. Where should they start? Um, I generally think that since like BTS is like the biggest K-pop band. I mean, that's the one that I know. That's the like, but like I know like sixteen bands. Okay, name the top three that you should listen to. <gasps> BTS is number one. Oh my god, this is so hard. Because that one is like easy to get oh, into. Oh, seventeen. Seventeen. Is it spelled out or like the numbers? Yeah, no, seventeen spelled out. Seventeen spelled out. And mm, is there a good uh, album that they have? Oh yeah, um, the the newest album. I think it's My Dawn. Okay. <sighs> so good. Okay. Okay, and, and then, then one more. Uh, this is so hard. <sighs> um, it's tough. I know it Just is. Just give us one. Mm, Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I think. Um, mm. This is really hard, Mr. Maddox. It is tough. So while you think about your third K-pop band, we'll ask Nick what he's <laughs> listening to. A lot of rap. <laughs> A lot of rap. Okay, what's good in rap these days? Mm, it's not. Sir, it's um what people would call um like gibberish rap. Gibberish rap, okay. Like, who who are some artists you like in that genre? Well, one of them who just passed would be X, and then. Okay. Yeah, we all listen. We all know who that is. Yeah. Okay. And then who else? Uh, we have a lot of people like Lozy and a lot of people. Why do they call it gibberish rap? Because they talk so fast, they don't understand it. Pretty okay. much. Okay, got it. Why do you like it? It's just, I don't know. It's just like the sounds and the beat. It just, I it don't just, know. It just works for you? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That and like my ears, I talk really fast, so that way I so can kind of... Do you feel like gibberish rap was created for a generation of people that like talk and think fast because of like, mm-hmm. you know, their phones and like everything moving really fast? I have really good hand-eye coordination. Like, okay. I mean, super fast hand-eye coordination. Huh. Okay. Maria, did you come up with your third BTS group, or are you still stuck? BTS group is called K-pop group. Okay. Uh, oh, you're right. I said BTS group. Shining. What is it? Shining. Shining? They're like, they've been a band for almost 11 years. It's not the zombie movie either. It, or not, it's not a zombie. It's a... It's Shine, and then there's an extra E. So oh, that's why it's called Shining. Shining. Not Shining. Yeah, okay. I heard Shining. Yeah, I Shining. did. The Shining is a pretty scary movie. Uh, Shiny, yeah, it's pretty funny it's too. It's a, it's like a fat. It, it, it used to be a five um, group, but like one of them passed away. Okay. And now Rest it's only four. Yeah. Okay, so we'll finish on this. For whatever reason, um, <laughs> Easter this year happens to fall oh. in the the kind of the latter half of April, and they decided. To, well, I guess they didn't decide. This is just the way it is. Spring break should be backed up to Easter, <laughs> which makes spring break uh, in the middle of April. And literally, it is like an open revolt on this campus. Middle schoolers are just, they are so wound up. And they're just, they come in with these like bloodshot eyes, like, I need spring break. <laughs> I want to eat flesh. And you just, it's just like, it's just madness. Would you guys, do you guys feel that? Yeah. Uh, I feel How are like you containing yourselves and continuing to function? I, I give myself the little one-two, you know? A little one-two? What's a little one-two? <laughs> okay, we don't want to know, I guess. Maria, no, how are you surviving? You how are you surviving? Me? Yeah. Honestly, I really don't know. You know, yeah. I just found out they moved spring, be- spring break back. Spring break? <laughs> <laughs> be quiet. They moved spring break back. 
That's a little tongue twister. So, Maria, how are you surviving? I don't know. I just, it's crazy. I think I'm surviving because right, I have an actual bed schedule. Oh, that sucks. Like, so a bed s- a bedtime s- is helping you survive. I, s- I sleep it's time for, for almost num seven <laughs> eight to nine hours. Wow, that's impressive for you middle know, school. You don't sleep too much; it's bad for you. Actually, no, because that that's eight hours. That might be true, but do you, do, you, do you think that's a common problem with middle schoolers? I think the opposite no, problem is I more. I stay common. up all night. I uh, sleep Nick, like Nick, one to two how, hours. Nick, how did how long did you sleep last night? I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> what time did you try to go to bed? I didn't. You didn't? What did you do all night long? Watch YouTube and phone. play some Fortnite. You watched YouTube all night long? I I told you when we did the first one about phones, I stayed on there about eight hours a day. I wasn't kidding. What the heck? How do you stay up all night and I then cannot, go to school? I, cannot do I have magical powers. Well, I I think um, I cannot do that. <laughs> she turned her mic off. She did turn her <laughs> mic off. So silly I, goose. Maybe okay. That's a perfect. That's a perfect uh, note to end on because we'll do our next podcast about middle schoolers and sleep. sleep. Because I, I think any of that. I think I think that's a big problem. I don't, I think you know maybe that's the whole problem is with you know with school sleep, with a lot of middle schoolers sleep, is that sleep, they're not sleep, sleeping sleep, 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 sleep. how do you focus in school nick if you haven't slept he doesn't <laughs> okay wow She's maria, not lying. maria just throw but him maria, directly maria. i think it's directly time for your bedtime under the, under the bus I'm it might so, be bedtime i'm for sorry you. but like i'm very oh brutally honest <laughs> oh my gosh well okay so let's uh let's end on there this is going along a little long uh this has been another episode of welcome to middle school good night maria had nick and maria my two favorite co-hosts uh so next time you guys heard we're gonna be talking about sleep because nick's not getting enough of it we need to find out the source of the problem nick is literally falling asleep as we speak no wait he's he's drinking an energy drink now no way he's going back to sleep again no wait no wait run